Do you enjoy listening to multiplayer podcast content? Do you want to help support the show so we can continue to independently deliver two shows each week? Do you also want access to our exclusive Discord server so you can come game with us and make suggestions for future shows? Well, what are you waiting for? Head on over to MultiplayerSquad.com or click on the link in the podcast description to come join us on Patreon. We appreciate all of you for listening and subscribing. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey fellow squadmates, welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are a family-friendly podcast that loves talking about gaming, and since this is a Thursday episode, we are here to talk about this week in gaming. We're going to be breaking down some of the news stories that dropped here over the last seven days, and if you have not already done so, please subscribe to the podcast and rate us five stars. We did want to tease a little bit of information about the show. Oh, tease me, Paul. Tease me. Tease you? Okay. (laughs) We're going to have some pretty big changes that are coming out pretty soon. We are still working on some of the details, but I think in regards to Discord access and Patreon and some changes over with Apple podcasts that are all coming out, I think we're going to be shaking some stuff up. (laughs) Tell you more. So yeah, I, I don't think we're ready to disclose any details yet, so... Sorry to just be a podcast tease and just hang that out there. Wow, Paul. But just stay tuned, and we'll have some more updates for you guys on that here in the uh, next coming weeks. Wow. Right, Josh, anything? Wow, way to tease tease? everybody, Paul. I would never be a proponent of teasing people like that. (laughs) This might have been your idea 45 (laughs) seconds ago, (laughs) This one's on you. The, The words, hey, man, maybe we should tease some of the upcoming stuff. Uh, right before we started recording, never left yeah. my mouth. You've got no proof, Paul. Uh, literally, right as we started recording, I believe you said, <laughs> just literally tease everybody <laughs> with the news. All right, so I am your host, Paul. You guys have already heard his voice there. My co-host and fellow squad mate, it's Josh. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yes, as Paul alluded to, we have some some great things in the works it's a little early to tell you what those are, but let's just say that we are always working to improve the podcast. We're always working to improve the community, and we're we've got some ways we think uh, we think we're going to do that. And uh, it's not just you know teasing everybody you know before the show, but uh, we can, <laughs> we can't announce it yet. Let's just put it that way. So, uh, exactly. but soon. Yeah, and if you want to help support the show, then you can head over to MultiplayerSquad.com, or you can click the link in the podcast description, and you can help our podcast keep running. So if you guys want to keep hearing two episodes every week, then please help support the show there at MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, so let's jump into the news this week, Josh. We got a few stories that we want to touch on, and I think the biggest news story of the week is that Jeff Kaplan, who was officially the vice president of Blizzard Entertainment, you probably know him better as Jeff from the Overwatch team, ever the team player. (laughs) But Jeff Kaplan is no longer with Blizzard. He has left the company after 19 years of service. What what, what do you think about this, Josh? I was sad, man. I'm not going to lie. I was legit like, I I was just, you know... (laughs) 
surfing surfing the internet like checking you know some of the the game websites and i it was one of those things where like my brain had to do a double take because it had a picture of jeff and then it was like jeff kaplan leaving blizzard and then i was like wait this is an april fool's joke and i was like wait a minute it's not april 1st anymore and it yeah it like i legit had to stop and read it twice but he is leaving they did not say why he's leaving um i don't know man you know how you try to get like the vibe from like the articles and stuff and it's yeah, like trying to read between the lines right is he leaving because like, he doesn't want to be there anymore is he leaving because like blizzard doesn't want him there anymore i don't know i i, I prefer to think that he's leaving because he doesn't want to be there anymore but i don't know that that's or even case. better i hope he just has a greener pasture like, I hope everything was fine at Blizzard, and maybe he just has a better offer and is moving on to better, greater things he's more passionate about. But regardless of the reason, yeah, we don't really know at this point. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I love Papa Jeff, man. It, it was one of those things where <laughs> you would hope that, you know, as a developer, that they would have that relationship with their player base. And Jeff was really good at that. Um, mm-hmm. He was good at interacting with people. He was great at giving updates on the game. He was, you know, patient with people. Um, I really like the guy, to be honest. You know, um, he he was quirky. I mean, I love the fact that he wasn't afraid to like goof and you know just be a normal person. Uh, I mean, they did that. I don't know if you remember the Christmas thing that one year where Jeff was just sitting in a chair by a fire for like twelve hours straight, and it Doing was the like Yolog. Yeah, it was one of the most like watched streams on twitch <laughs> like at the time like you know I, I think he did it twice i think he did it two years in a row yeah. yeah and people would go bananas if jeff did anything even if it was just like drinking from his glass or getting up or like uncrossing and recrossing his legs the yes. other way and yes. comments would go wild boy but yeah the internet's easily entertained sometimes but you know <laughs> um i mean just honestly a super cool guy very down to earth uh i i really you know like i said i like the guy a lot i hope that yeah like you said man maybe he's going to work on a project that he is passionate about maybe since it's blizzard activision maybe the activision thing started to get to him and he was like i don't like this you know route that we're we're headed down so i'm going to leave and you know, start my own studio or so I'm with you, Papa Jeff. I'll I'll follow man. (laughs) (laughs) We'll definitely check out whatever he's doing next because he's got a great pedigree. I mean, I don't know if people know this, but he was the game director of world of Warcraft during some of the best expansions like wrath of the Lich King. I mean, he worked on the original questing for world of Warcraft at release. He was a huge uh, EverQuest player, which is kind of what yes. ended up leading to him working for Blizzard. But yeah, I l- always loved the videos with Jeff giving updates about the game. He was always super endearing, and I really loved how even the the general public loved Jeff. He was such a public figure as a game designer. Like I don't know how many game directors you can actually name, but I can't name very many. No, I mean, I know Jeff Kaplan... And I know Casey Hudson, who did Knights of the Old Republic and Mass Effect, but it's not like a lot of these guys are big name people, and Jeff was probably the biggest. Yeah, he easily was. And I mean, like I said, one of the best things about him was just that he was very um, player 
you know, oriented. You know, they they even said, "Hey, we'll hop into games with random people." Now that he wouldn't say that he was Jeff because obviously everybody would act a little bit differently. But you know, they said they played their game every single day. He seems like he's an actual gamer at heart. Um, you know, it, it's crazy too because I don't know if you remember Project Titan. Man, do you remember all oh, yeah. the yep. the the hype and the news around Project Titan before it finally got canceled? Well, Project Titan was supposed to be like the best game ever made. And it just finally, after years and years of development, got canceled. Blizzard finally said, hey, we're, we're kind of axing this. But Overwatch sprung up out of the ashes of Project Titan. And that's because Jeff kind of said, look, we have something here. Let's take this portion of this canceled project and let's turn it into something amazing. And that's how Overwatch was born, man. You know, um, and I mean, Overwatch is our number one game on our leaderboard. It's one of the best games to date. I, I mean, I don't play it all the time anymore, but I am always willing to jump into a round of Overwatch. And I mean, Jeff's a huge reason for that. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I really appreciated about Jeff was that his humor was always a little bit more toned down, a little bit more like under the surface, not necessarily outright. And I felt like that really vibes with my kind of sense of humor. So like I was watching an older video of his where he was critiquing a round of Overwatch by the IGN team. And he was like low key poking fun of their comp because they're on attack on Eichenwald and their only healer is a Zenyatta. Oh no. <laughs> He's like, all right, I love Zenyatta. He's a great support. I'm a little worried that they may not, may not have enough healing. And then all the guys do the Timmy spray on the wall. And so there's like six of them lined up. And he goes, oh, they all have the Timmy spray. So clearly this is a pro team right here. You know, <laughs> and then just, just says, never mind. They know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and that's like always our jokes, right? Is like, oh, yeah, we're pros because we got matching sprays. So I, I'm very curious to see what Jeff's going to do next. Who knows? Maybe he's just retiring and wants to spend time with family. I I have no idea. I mean, but I'm curious. If you've see. made games like Overwatch, World of Warcraft, at at what point do you just go like, I did it. I, I, I'm good, <laughs> man. Like I made some phenomenal video games, uh, some of the best that are out there, and for 19 years. So think I'm just gonna call it quits now and you know in, enjoy my time off. But. I, yeah, I don't Could know. I, I guess, you know, we'll find out soon. I can't imagine that he's going to just disappear. I have a feeling that if he moves to a different place that we'll hear about that fairly quickly. And people are going to dig on this story. You know, somebody's going to wind up finding out why he's leaving. I think they probably have to wait till he actually leaves before that news breaks. Um, but and, and that's the thing. We don't actually know when he's leaving either. We just know that he is leaving. Yeah, and who knows if there's like non-compete clauses or NDAs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm so, curious so, to see what we find out. So, later. Jeff, we know you're listening because we know you're a huge yes. fan of the show. You've <laughs> written in many times. So if you want to give us the exclusive, just let us know. And we'll, we'll see if we news. can't squeeze you in, you know, at some point. Yeah, yeah. We, we can probably squeeze them in at the end of one of our episodes, yeah. you know, yeah. All right, and we had another big video game news story this week. Mortal Kombat came out. Mortal and Josh, Kombat! <laughs> I know that we had a whole episode a couple months back about video game movies. We were not terribly kind to the genre, as most people know, most video game movies are terrible. 
But we're both fans of the 90s, or at least the first Mortal Kombat. I don't know if you liked Annihilation. Um, Annihilation's not so it's good. It's not so good. The, the, the other ones were a lot better. Yeah, the first one is classic. But the new one just released this week. It is out in theaters. It's also on HBO Max. I know that you checked it out, Josh. What'd you think of the movie? I went to the movie theater to watch this because I wanted to see it on the big screen. I wanted to hear that music, you know, all around me. Um, I, I was a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed. I, it had some, it's just, it was such an up and down and, and, don't worry, we're not going to give any spoilers. Okay, so if you're listening, don't freak out. Like we would not spoil anything, but it was just very like parts of the movie were phenomenal and great and filmed really well. And you know, I was just like, wow, this is like a really great a production. And then other parts of the movie were very like wonky and kind of like cheesy. And I get the Mortal Kombat's a little cheesy, but these were like, dude, like this just doesn't like the tone kept changing over and over. And it was very, yeah. And it was very hard to like follow along. And so when the movie was over, I went, there was some really good points to that movie. There were some very good, like throwbacks to the game, like non spoilery, but there's a part where it's like, they make fun of the ability to like sweep your opponent because back in the early days, you could just sit there and do the leg sweeps over and over again, over and over. And so there's a part in the movie where they kind of poke fun at that. I won't go into more detail, but it's like, you would miss it if you weren't a fan of the games and stuff like that. So there was definitely some very good, like homage to the video game portions. It did tell a lot about the background between like sub zero and scorpion and some of the other people. So I like that there was a little bit of um, like backstory there. I just, when all was said and done, I was like, dude, I give this a solid like six out of 10. And I was really hoping for like an eight out of 10, you know? And so, yeah, I, it's better to watch that on HBO Max, I think, you know, if, if you can. Gotcha. And maybe not even something you'd go out of your way to get HBO Max for, but if you have it, it's a good perk? Yes, Is that 100%. Like, yes, don't sign up for HBO Max just to watch Mortal Kombat, in my opinion. Like, if you have it, it's well worth watching. Um, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, man, I just wasted, like, $10 by going to the movie to see this. But I think I had higher hopes than what the movie delivered for me. Because it's also getting really good reviews. Like, if you go onto some of, like, the gaming websites and actually look up the reviews for this, like, some one move, one gaming website gave it, like, a 9 out of 10. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> oh, man, this movie's going to be great. And then I watched it and I kind of went, I don't know what they saw that I missed. You know, like, I don't know. It's... It, I can't get into spoilers, but it was a little disappointing for me. Wow, I'm pretty shocked because I feel like this movie's kind of tailor-made for your likes when it comes to movies. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so it's, for you to not really hype this has me a little bit worried because I have not seen it yet. But yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. I mean, let's be honest; it doesn't take much to entertain me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it just—I think I wanted more out of it. I think I wanted a little bit more cohesiveness to it, and it was. One of the things where it was just kind of over before it should have been, if that's a, Mm. you know, like, I kind of went, wait, that's it? Like, okay, but what about, like, the huge, like, build-up, you know, and then, like, the climax to the movie and stuff like that? And it it had pieces of that, but it was just very disjointed. That's the best way I can describe it, is it had high highs, pretty bad lows, and it kind of fell somewhere in between. 
Uh, what's funny is my wife actually watched it last night. So, like, she had kind of mentioned, are you going to watch Mortal Kombat? And I said, eh, maybe. And she's like, oh, yeah, I watched it last night. It's okay. I was like, why did you watch Mortal <laughs> Kombat? Because this is not my wife's kind of movie. She's more into, like, watching Bridgerton or Outlander, or, like, some kind of period piece. And she's like, yeah, I just closed my eyes anytime I thought someone's arms were going to get ripped off. And so I was like, yeah, I think it's a pretty violent movie. It is. But she thought it was okay. There's not that, there's only a few fatalities in the movie, too, which is interesting. You know, I mean, obviously, people around. They can't run through the entire list of fatalities, obviously. But yeah, I don't know, man. I maybe I need to see it again to fully appreciate it. (laughs) I've seen some of the people on our Discord have chimed in that they saw it and absolutely loved it. It doesn't take much to entertain me and make me giggle like a kid when it comes to this kind of stuff. I loved uh, Godzilla versus Kong, but Mortal Kombat just didn't quite hit the mark for me for some reason. So I'm going to put this in the column of another video game movie that, while not terrible, is definitely not great. So Josh gives it two thumbs sideways. Two (laughs) thumbs sideways. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm sure they couldn't do too many fatalities, because if it does well, I'm sure they're going to pump out some sequels. So we'll see what happens. All right. Next news story here, Josh. This is one that you had linked in our shared document here. So I'll let you share this news, but... We got a certain game that's being remade that I think you and I are both excited about. Oh, buddy. You know how we're cursed with uh, games getting delayed when we talk about them? Maybe, maybe, do we have like the blessing of like saying we want to see a game remade and then having it actually be remade? Could that be your thing? I think we might because you already did this once on accident with that Mutant League football. You didn't know that there was already a remake. All my magic on that one, though, Paul, because that was an instantaneous (laughs) wish granted there. Uh, yes, where I talked about Mutant League football, wishing that it would be remade, and then come to find out it had been remade. <laughs> yeah. But we so, got another one so coming let, out. Let me what try this. Let me try this, Paul. Man, I really wish they would remake KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, Paul. <laughs> well, Josh, we got some good news for oh, you. Oh, guess what they're doing? They are remaking remaking KOTOR. They are remaking KOTOR. The news has been made official, uh, unofficially, I think. But um, there was a studio, Asper Entertainment, confirmed that they are remaking the Knights of the Old Republic series. Um, I I think it's the series. I don't have the article right in front of me right now. But I, I know they're at least remaking the first one. They did confirm it is a remake. It is not just a remaster, which is really good news uh, yes. because I don't want just slightly improved polygons. You know, as, as great as those games are, I don't want to just see slightly better graphics, you know, as far as that goes. So they have announced they are fully remaking the game. There is not any sort of release date or anything like that yet. Um, it, this was more so of a, we want to get people hyped and let you know that we did not forget about this series. Obviously they listened to our episode and they said, you know what? You guys are right. <laughs> Let's get on this. Um, yeah. Even though there's been rumors for years. <laughs> yes, exactly. So the, the, the actual quote is that, uh, this is public at this point. I've basically confirmed that Asper, which is the company that's ported a bunch of the KOTOR games is working on the remake. Um, so this is been made official. This Asper, uh, they worked on ports for episode one racer, which is the pod racer game and Jedi outcast. Um, and so man, please don't mess this up because you are talking about a beloved series here. Um, 
if they just follow the formula, man, I think they're going to be fine. Oh, yeah. I got a question for you. Oh, okay. Is KOTOR the best Star Wars game that has been made? <sighs> yeah, probably. I, I'll I say think it this. is, too. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Fallen Order is probably number two because that game is incredible. Like, it really is. If you have not played Jedi Fallen Order, you've heard me talk about this game already. That game is incredible. Um, and so I think it's number two, but KOTOR is the best Star Wars game that's ever been made. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, so yeah, I, you know, like I said, they've got some big shoes to fill on this remake. Um, but the formula is already there. Like it's not like they can really mess it up, but I don't want to jinx it either, man. <laughs> yeah. There's great bones that we're dealing with. At least the story, we know they can't mess up. And I can't imagine this going sideways. I haven't been this hyped for a remake in a long time. Now, I was very excited that Warcraft 3 Reforged was going to come out, uh, and then that got slammed by everybody. So I've got fingers crossed here on Knights of the Old Republic, but this is one that I know you and I will both pick up and buy, and I'm really excited to go through it again because that game's got to be, what, like 18, 19 years oh, old? it's old, yeah. Something I want to like say that. it's yeah. 15 years minimum. Yeah, there's probably a lot of listeners who never played it. Yeah, they're like, KOTOR, so what? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they'll, they'll, they'll be able to check it out. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, Star Wars, RPG, epic story, epic characters, great combat. I, I mean, choices it has matter. such a good... Yes, choices mattered. You could, you know, you could have dark side leanings, light side leanings. You could go full on Sith if you wanted to. You know, you could full Jedi Master... Um, it, they did so many things right. It it maintained that really good Star Wars feel, which is hard to do in a lot of games. You know, you can't just throw somebody a lightsaber and a blaster and call it Star Wars, right? Like you, they've got to have that like <laughs> feeling to them, and it did yeah. all of that really, really well. So there's a reason that we brought it up as one of the games that we would like to see remade. And the fact that they're doing it gets me really excited. And I have joked that I will not buy remakes, but in this case, I will 100% give them my money on this game. <laughs> Unless it just gets absolutely review slammed and people are like, this is the worst remake ever, in which case I'll be really sad. Yeah, it's hard, hard to imagine. Well, they are going through these remakes of BioWare's heyday. We've got the Mass Effect remakes coming out. We've got KOTOR. Maybe it's just a matter of a little bit of time. We'll probably get Dragon Age Origins coming out since that series is still running strong. But yeah, I'm excited. I, I hope it turns out great. I, I really, really do. All right. Next story that we have here. Warzone has a little bit of an update in regards to their playable maps. Now, when's the last time you've popped into Warzone, Josh? Oh, man. Uh... It's been a minute for me. <laughs> it's, it's been a little while. I... Um, maybe a month or two. It's been a little while, man. I've I've not been in the uh, the let's hop into Warzone and play some battle royale mindset lately. You know, yeah. it's like I, I think we played so much of it that I think I'm a little bit burned out on the whole battle royale genre. Um, but I, you know, I still keep up with this stuff. And this event was really cool. We have a good friend that's an avid Warzone player that plays all the time. So we're still kept abreast of everything that's going on. He was really hyped for this event and they advertised it. They said, look, we're going to nuke Verdansk 
You know, it's getting <laughs> nuked, man. You know, and everybody went, what? Like, you're going to nuke it? And they went, yep. And so they were going to do it in a live event. And I remember the first words out of my mouth were, there's no way the servers are going to survive an in-game live event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I guess people were having a lot of issues uh, signing in and staying signed in and that kind of stuff. But yeah, they uh, they did. They nuked the map uh, in this spectacular event. One of the cool things I read, and now I could be a little bit wrong on this because, again, I was not online at the time, but there was a race. If you were online... And playing at the time, there was a bunch going on. You were not trying to kill other players. You were trying to survive. And I right. guess there was like players would get killed and turn into zombies, which sounds yep. super cool. And then you were trying to just survive and not turn into a zombie. But I, I believe that there was a race to push the button to like to actually detonate the nukes in this. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. That's really clever. Yeah. I knew that players who died became zombies. And I think Todd had that suggestion on our Warzone show, which was very early on. I mean, we recorded that almost a year ago. And I believe Todd said, if you fail in the gulag a second time, let me run around as a zombie. And here, that's exactly what they ended up doing for the live event. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yep. But uh, so apparently people really loved the event. Basically, what it did is it moved it back to the time frame of Cold War. So 84, 83, 84, somewhere around there, I think was the year. Uh, and so it set the stage. The new map is uh, is in that time period. And it's kind of neat because it's like you can see the stadium, the kind of bones of the stadium being built and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, they did cool. move everything back in time, which sounds really cool. Um, I just don't want to hop into Warzone right now. <laughs> like, I still have it installed. I haven't uninstalled it, you know, but it's just, you know, you know how it is, man. When you're done with a game for a little while, and then what will happen is a month from now, we'll be like, hey, let's play Warzone. We'll hop in. We'll have a grand time, and then we'll be fully back into it. But right now, we're just kind of in that valley that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I have no doubt we will end up playing more Warzone. We're just not really in that mindset right now, but I, I know we will be again at some point. All right. And then we have maybe one or two more stories here. We'll, it'll, it'll just depend on time. But I did find this rather interesting that some modders have been fooling around with Valheim and are trying to work on turning it into an MMO that can handle at least 1,000 players at a time. I fully support this project. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. So if y'all need help from me, uh, I, I'm not a programmer, but you know, if you just want some ideas, let me know. But Josh can order uh, a mean pizza yes, while they're I working on it. I will support this in whatever way I can. Because <laughs> Valheim, we had an absolute blast with that game. I know they're still working on updates for it. Uh, it it's going to require some decent content updates for us to hop back in. But I loved the game. Uh, honestly, I loved the world. I think the gameplay was phenomenal. If you can somehow turn this into a persistent world where there are tons of people and stuff going on, I'm in, man. Like, that's the only thing I need is a reason to log in other than, you know, chopping trees and I, I can't build. We've and already building. established yeah. that, you know, so it's like. I don't know what to do. Like, that's the thing is I would be kind of aimless at this point if I tried to hop into Valheim. But if I could hop in and know that I was going to encounter other players and I could PVP people, maybe I could raid somebody, 
you know, or something like that, or, you know, form raids and go after like new bosses or something like I'm in, man, make this happen. (laughs) It's an intriguing idea. I don't really know exactly what they would do because I think it would have to be built around PVP because you're not all going to fight the elder together with a thousand people or anything like that. So it would have to be something with raiding other buildings big all-out wars at a scheduled time or something. But I actually was really missing Valheim this week. I still have it installed. I do too. I have not launched it since like a week after we recorded our Valheim episode. But I can't wait until they release new content because I do want to jump back in. I want to be a Viking. I want to eat my carrot soups and my turnip stews and you know run around fighting trolls and all these other mobs i i i I really loved everything about valheim and i can't wait to play it again yeah i i mean i know they're a small team and i know that they're still working on some tweaks and and uh optimization and stuff like that i think the latest patch was to redo the terrain so that the terrain is nicer and loads better and you know they're they're kind of <laughs> working on that foundation still, I guess. And the game's early access. I mean, that's one of the things we need to remember, right? Is it's such a complete game, but technically this is an early access game still. So, um, yeah, I just it, we I need more content at this point. I'm with you though, man. I miss like the music and the, the like the environments, you know. And as much as I hated sailing Hunting into deer. the wind, you know, and would cuss that, like I miss like sailing around and that kind of stuff. It's 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 such a good atmospheric <laughs> game. I would love to have a reason to hop back into it, but right now I just don't. Yeah, well, I'm curious to see what the modders do. If they can figure out a way to make that fun with huge groups, I know we would jump in and, and give it a try, if nothing else. Yeah. All right. And then the last news story is that there's a new UI coming out for the cycle, <laughs> and I say, who cares? <laughs> So, so okay. I was going to say we don't have enough time to talk about it, but I have no commentary other than I'm sorry, the cycle. I loved you in beta for a very long time. That game is destroyed. You've made it now look even more like Fortnite. I don't even really care. And I'm very sad. This to is say like it. the bad relationship that like started off great. And then it's like it, they just like yelled and screamed at you and then went and like shaved their head. Or something, you know what I mean? And you're like, what have you done? Like, yeah, and, and now we broke up, and now they're still texting us insults yes, after like, the fact. I, dude, we yeah. loved the cycle, man. We loved it. And they just, they, I don't know, man. I've never seen a development team that had such a good game that nobody had heard of. And then maybe get desperate for players. I think that's what led to these, like, desire for these changes is to go, look, we have a really small player base and this isn't working. You know why it wasn't working? Because you weren't on Steam. Like, honestly, that's the reason it wasn't working is because you had some weird exclusive with Epic Games. And I'm not slamming Epic Games at all. What I'm saying is is that you were exclusive to one platform and it was not the major platform. And you, because of that, you missed out. There was no advertisement for this game. It was all word of mouth. And just to give you an idea, Paul, Everybody that we told about the cycle that played that game with us, what happened? Uh, They loved it and stopped playing because there weren't enough people. They loved it, right? Exactly. I mean, everybody (laughs) were like, hey, guys, you got to try this game. It's called The Cycle. And they're like, okay, I'll download it. And they start playing. They're like, yo, like, where'd this game come from? And we're like, right? Like, like, this game is great. And then they just ruined it, man. They, They went down this weird path. They stopped 
focusing on what needed to be focused on. And it just, I'm sad, man. Like I know we've said this time and time again, but I'm sad in this latest update. It's just another example of guys, look what we've been spending our time on. We've got this brand new UI that looks great. And I look at it and I'm like, it's, there was nothing wrong with your UI, man. Like your UI UI was was not the problem. Like this UI doesn't look any different than what I saw before. Like maybe things are in different places and it's a little cleaner looking, but the UI was not the issue, man. Yeah, 100%. Uh, as soon as they nerfed the boxer suit and got rid of the funnest way to play, the game just tanked and it's sad. I think you and I are still kind of grieving the old cycle. If you could reset the clock back a full year on the cycle, we would take that in a heartbeat I would do that's when it played its and best. here's the problem were there things that were out of balance like you remember when right at the end before right before they nerfed the boxer suit do you remember they had the quick suit guys with the carla that would zip around and just sit there and shoot missiles at you from in the air as they were bobbing and weaving everywhere and i i yeah. would rage right i'd be like this is the stupidest build i hate these guys right but it was only <laughs> yeah. a few of them and yes it was out of balance but dude you just nerfed like you make a small change, right? Like you nerf the ability to do that. You don't nerf movement across the board for a game that's about like faster paced movement. And that's what they did is they kind of went, well, we're just going to slow everything down. And it was like, <laughs> what? It's like, come on, man. Wow. I legitimately did not think we would get this much content out of the cycle. I literally thought you were going to say, yeah, I don't care. I don't. And then I, mean, I was going to go straight you know to what, the outro. Though, man, I rage because I did care at one point. <laughs> I, know, it, I don't that's care what anymore, hurts. but it's just sad. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt if we didn't care. Right. All right. Well, we're ending on a real high note here, but rip the cycle. You know, if they get their act together, maybe we would jump back in. But last time we tried, queue times were too long. Just didn't have the player base. Not as fun as it once was, which is too bad. But, you know, Apex Legends Mobile is coming out. Maybe we'll get into that. I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. That's what we had here for this week in gaming. We will be back with another episode on Monday where we will be doing a deep dive into It Takes Two. We're very excited to jump into that game. That's been kind of the the real hotness here over the last month or so. So we'll be back on Monday with that, and we will see you guys then. All right. See you, everybody.